Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's your buddy Gavin, Filibuster Freestyle, episode 8, nope, 350, not 850, that's 500 episodes from now, we'll see if we get there. Anyway, coming up next, our buddy Andrew Patterson to talk about all kinds of fun stuff, right after the theme song on the Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster, Filibuster Freestyle. All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining us from Zoom, Andrew Patterson and his dog Ella, who I feel like will feature potentially prominently in this episode. How are you, Andrew? Oh, I'm excited. She's excited. How does she do with Zoom? Um, well, I believe I told you when the meeting started, she was dead asleep. I joined Zoom, the uh, ding-dong that starts Zoom, and she is now wide awake, vigilant, ready for someone to walk in the door. You know, it's amazing how a dog can go from zero to a thousand with one little ding-dong. Correct. And you know how little people ring the doorbell at my household, and it's still so ingrained in her, in her that uh, I mean, someone's there. Well... Ding dong, Ella. It's me, your buddy Gavin. Filibuster freestyle. I, I know we don't. I know you don't have notes in this, but real quick, think of what. A, when do you ring the doorbell anymore? Well, you text. <laughs> I mean, I text and say I'm outside your house. Good point. Also, how about those doorbells that are actually like video cameras? So it's like, hey, porch pirate. I'm not even at my house, but get the hell off my property. Right. You know, like. I, Door, it's, they're popular. Everybody knows you're not in the house anyway. Doorbells as like a thing that only does ring ringing of the bell, no longer necessary. Antiquated, absolutely. It's like a telephone used to just be for saying hello and speaking, and now like if I can't Google anything I want, tell me where I am, tell me how to get somewhere else, everything else, I don't want it. Not a phone anymore. My, my favorite line about the telephone comes from the comedian Gary Goleman. Who said the telephone has become a little used app on his phone? It's a great take. It's a great take. It's a feature. It's a feature of his phone. So listen, today is our 350th episode of the Filibuster Freestyle. That's a milestone. You'll notice if you listen to the playback that in the before I started the theme song, um, I said it was the 850th episode of the Freestyle. I, ca- I caught myself. And then I, I wish that we had 500 more in us. I don't know if we do. Let me tell you how long, corona, how long coronavirus has lasted, Gavin. You could have told me to guess between the two at the beginning of this episode, and I would have thought about it. For sure. I mean, it feels that way. So, speaking of coronavirus, great segue. Great segue. My only notes, and I'd love to riff off this a little, and I think I have the ability to do so, and I know you do, is really to get into, in honor of our 350th, and in honor of, you know, week whatever, 15 of quarantine, wherever we are, let's get into some conspiracy stuff. Let's get a little outlandish, and let's attempt to do it in the name of comedy, right? Yeah, that's a big, that's a big, that's a big part of it at the end. That would get me to agree and be on this. Yeah, and the only notes I have, and I will give you them all at once, COVID is man-made, slash aliens are real, slash coincidence, question marks? Alright, this is, this, this kind of sounds like you had a dream, and you woke up in a fear trying to write down, like, all of the notes that came to you in the dream. Yeah. You look at it hours later, and you're like, oh, what is this? Even sadder than that, 
it was a very lucid series of conversations between my wife and myself in which we said, yeah, this is real. This is happening, maybe. And again, for comedic purposes. But here's the thing, right? About three weeks ago, the U.S. government was like, yeah, you know how we've been telling you UFOs aren't real? They are. They're real. <laughs> okay. They did it in the middle of a pandemic in which everybody collectively was like, meh, screw it, aliens. That's- it kind of felt like the government was like, all right, the world is ending. We'll give you this. We'll throw you this bone. Guess what? Aliens were real the whole time. There you go. Yeah, and that's the best part. Is it's like, no, aliens aren't new. Don't be excited. They've been real this whole time. The crazy people were right because um, they're not crazy. They really probably saw them. And fighter pilots see them all the time. And so then Cindy and I are watching this show on Netflix. I think it's called Hangar One. And it's about basically the last like 60 years of like alien sightings, crashes, cover-ups, different presidents prote- proclaiming when they're running for office hey, when I become president, I want to know about aliens too. I'm going to let you guys know. And like, there's footage of Bill Clinton not being able to do it and Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. And they also, they make this, they make this preposition, and I'll stop here and let you react to it, that George H.W. Bush might be the only president who knew what actually happened because when they found out about it, by the way, the kitchen staff's going great tonight. <laughs> they love this cake, or they hate it. When the crack research team is hitting a new level, they didn't want to be on the podcast. They didn't want to do any research, but they sure as sh- sh- crap want to do dishes during the pod. <laughs> Episode 350, we've never been more professional. <laughs> I told you, I didn't want to talk about aliens. In my own house? <laughs> to quote Ken Marino's character, in my own house from Wanderlust, Paul Rod Vehicle. Different, different podcast. Anyway, <laughs> where I was going was when George H.W. was the CIA director, he became privy to the alien crap. But he told, like, Nixon and others, yeah, don't need, no, can't tell you. So anyway, I'm going to stop there and go with the alien piece. Any reactions to any of that? Besides, the, the, I mean, I, I don't know to it as a concept, but the way in which you told it did kind of sound about like a... You were describing an X-Files episode to me. Right. But this is on Netflix as a documentary. (laughs) Okay. So this is a real, like, the name of it is what? Hangar One. Hangar One. Okay. No, it sounds like the forgotten X-Files episode or something. Totally. And so, you know, not only are we making documentaries that three months ago would be completely fringe... But now, all these instances of, like, people knowing about aliens and shutting it down, they are all in the context of, oh, yeah, by the way, everybody, aliens have been real the whole time. No big deal. And not only that, the second most popular even documentary on the, on the network they're on, losing to something about a dude who kept pet tigers and tried to kill his arch rival. Correct. Which is, you know, really... I think, I think Cindy, who just got, just got here, by the way, wanted to say something. I would also like to say that there was a UFO crash in Brazil the other day, and if you go on Twitter, you can hear all about it, witnessed by thousands of people. And here's the thing, and this is why we're talking COVID as well. So, what they think happened back in, like, the 40s 
was the aliens basically made some kind of contact. Harry Truman and then Dwight Eisenhower disappeared to go to Area 51. Again, they came back. They had lame excuse. And all of a sudden, the USA has all this technology that nobody else has. Maybe from the aliens. Okay. So now, aliens are real. Now, my wife is telling us about everybody saw this UFO crash in Brazil. Okay. And Brazil just became like the number one trending hotspot for COVID, coronavirus, in the world since the gosh darn UFO crash, allegedly. Comedy at its finest or real life. I can't separate the two any longer. I don't care what anybody else thinks of this theory. This has been the absolute highlight of my past three days, is just listening to you pitch it. And, and I am so glad we did this via Zoom, because maybe the one thing the podcast listener will not get to appreciate is just how more forcefully you get into it, and your facial expressions match all of it, and what I needed today. Well, dude, I figured, I figured if we have literally no script, the ability to see each other would help. Um, yeah. And as I told you on the phone about a month ago, I can sell, I can sell it. You know, I sold Roscoe on agreeing with you, unbeknownst to him. So I can sell you on aliens in Brazil. And then let's talk about this. So, allegedly, coronavirus started in China. Or, sorry, COVID-19. Allegedly, only 89,000 people in a 1.6 billion person country died. Every other country's ratio to citizens to to deaths and cases way higher. So maybe the aliens are now dealing with the Chinese directly instead of the American presidents, and for reasons I think we can all go into. Maybe they don't feel safe dealing with the U.S. president anymore. I'm just saying, I'm just speculating, I'm not talking on behalf of the aliens. I don't want to make this political. Okay, now, really quickly... Go ahead, yeah, please, go ahead. I want to gather myself anyway. Are, 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 the, are the aliens coming and going as they please? Is this all of the UFOs we were seeing? Did you see like- Men in Black, one, part, one through three? <laughs> yes. But how do they get up? Wouldn't the takeoff be a lot easier to see than the, than the landing? I don't know if I just... Anyway, that's a great... You know what? I, don't, I, I was attempting to answer that seriously. I'm not sure why. Yeah, for sure it would. <laughs> this is what I'm going to know. No, I agree with you. I, I think there's a lot of holes in the theory, but, you know, this... Did it, did it talk about what they look like? Do I know aliens? Not to my knowledge. The only thing I heard on this Hangar 1 show... Oh, oh, here's one from the show really quickly. Richard Nixon shows up at Miramar Air Force Base... Uh, sorry, Homestead, south of Miami, with Jackie Gleason, the comedian, who apparently was a friend. They show up at this Air Force base, and he takes them to basically see the aliens, and Jackie Gleason apparently told his wife, who then told people after he died, that they're just like little, they look like children, but they're not children, they're, they're something else. And, and Richard Nixon just brought Jackie Gleason over one night to look at aliens? Apparently, number one, Nixon was in the Eisenhower White House as the vice president when Eisenhower allegedly made contact with the aliens. So he might have been okay. in the know. He then became president years later. He apparently was buddies with Gleason, who also was a big, like, UFO guy. Okay. So, hold on. So the aliens look like look like little kids. Well, they're smaller. They're, the ones that he saw were smaller than, like, adult humans. So he thought they okay. were, like, dolls, like, like, like dolls of, full, of full-size children or actually de- dead children. And it, it was aliens, according 
to Jackie Gleason's dead wife from like 60 years ago. Okay. And the last thing I want to say, and this dials back to a little bit of the science, is we keep getting these like new versions of COVID-19. So for instance, um, at first it was just respiratory. And, you know, now you're hearing about, you know, COVID toes. Like people are getting blemishes and things on their toes. Now little children are getting all this kind of heart stuff. Cindy, you're the medical expert. Come back over and explain some of this. But the virus mutates and Cindy and others are like, and again, for the sake of comedy, it seems like it's man-made because it, it mutates like nothing else ever has mutated. So is it men or is it aliens? Did aliens give men the ability? Correct. Cindy, what do you got medically? What, do you, what would you like me to do further? Well, like, what are some of the things that have been popping up recently? So most recently, um, they, you know, it's like a late symptom that kids are having and they're coming in with these Kawasaki-like symptoms, which extend like a rash and it's all like this terrible joint pain and they're having like... Aren't their heart valves all weird? Yeah, and it's like 100% of the kids are having their left ventricular function uh, affected. Pretty major. And like two months ago, kids couldn't get it. Like... What? <laughs> this disease has had like 17 different iterations in all kinds of people. It's asymptomatic. It comes back. It doesn't like it. It doesn't act normal. So potentially the aliens are back and they've created coronavirus. I'm just saying. And the lovely thing about the kids is that no underlying conditions predispose kids to this new thing. No underlying conditions. So brand new thing. Perfectly healthy kid coming in. And, yeah. and, and again, two months ago, kids couldn't get it. Yeah. And a month ago, or three weeks ago, whatever, they said aliens are real, and apparently one crashed in Brazil, and now Brazil's falling apart. Those aliens work quick. The coast, or sorry, the case is closed. <laughs> Here's a question for you. What is your incubation period between recording this podcast and releasing this Oh, podcast? I'm going to put it up the second we hang out. Okay, okay. I just didn't know if there was going to be a, I'm going to sleep on this one. No, because like I said, it's, this is for the purposes of comedy. Do I actually believe that all of this is interconnected? No. Yes. I want to go on the record and say that right now. Um, do I think that aliens could be real? Number one, based on the size of the universe, why wouldn't they be? Yeah, hey, listen, Gavin, minus the coronavirus stuff, yeah. I actually want the rest of that all to be real. Fair. The, the rest of that, do I want to live in a world where President Richard Nixon brought Jackie Gleason over one day to look at aliens? I absolutely want to live in that world. Me too. That's my point. It's worth a podcast. Me too. Yeah. So minus the coronavirus stuff, the rest of this actually sounds fantastic. And honestly, plausibly true. Yeah, and just outrageous enough that, I mean, I don't know. How did Jackie Gleason and his wife manage to not completely blow up the entire secrecy of the United States government? Well, also, but think about it, because the government until two weeks ago just denied, denied, denied. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, and, and if somebody had told you, hey, I met Jackie Gleason at a party in 1984 and he told me this crazy story, you would have been like, either Jackie Gleason is lying or this man is lying to me. Right. And either way, like, yeah, the government can deny it. So so I think to your point, them telling us, oh, yeah, they're real and they've always been real, I think is probably a preemptive, like, 
when they make themselves known to us, we will be less shocked. Do you think out there, here's a question for you. Do you think out there, there is some guy, and probably now like our parents' age, like 70 or 80-year-old guy who has told people for years, Jackie Gleason told him they were aliens and that he saw them, that is now just accepting apology phone calls by the dozen. Like people are like, listen, man, we haven't talked in 30 years because the last time you brought out Jackie Gleason telling you about aliens, I couldn't take it anymore and I lost it. Turns out you were right all along. But I saw it on Hangar 1, checking out the old Netflix. Yeah, I do. I bet there's a guy who was like a golf caddy or like a, a valet or a personal assistant or just a guy that, like you said, was at a party. Maybe Jackie was just feeling it, feeling good, told him a story. And I do believe there probably is a guy out there on an, on an I Told You So tour. You, you've got to be. You've earned it. If you didn't keep it to yourself for 30 years because you would have been like, Nobody's going to believe Jackie Gleason, Kobe, and 100%. 100%. So, anyway, thanks for indulging me on that one. Before we go, um, our buddy Curtis Fingers was at it again. He successfully baited Boston Red Sox former player and current sports radio host Lou Merloni on Twitter, which I thought was pretty impressive. Anything you want to recant from that story, as you've been told? I mean, I think the thing that bothers Curtis Fingers is, uh, as you know and I know, Curtis Fingers is not the smartest man. No. Not not a dumb man, just not the smartest man. He's not trying to claim intelligence over Lumerloni. Curtis will openly admit he knows nothing of coronavirus. He just hates other people who who are not smart, failing to recognize it in themselves and presenting themselves as experts. Right. Like Lou, things they clearly know nothing about. Right. Lou Merloni knows a lot about, like, the 1997 Red Sox. He knows nothing if about Anthony, COVID. If Anthony Fauci wanted to talk to me about playing second base, like a mediocre second base in late 90s Major League Baseball, I'd be like, hold up, Anthony Fauci. Actually, I have a better source of information on that. It's Lou Merloni. <laughs> <laughs> that same rule applies when Lou Merloni wants to talk about infectious diseases. Hold up. Now I'm going to listen to Anthony Fauci. I think it's actually the right thing. I think Curtis Fingers is on the money on that one. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the philosophy. For sure. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The Zoom technology really working well for the filibuster freestyle tonight. We are pumped about episode 350. We're pumped to put it up. Fiction. Do you know what is the best about Zoom in a, in a two-person Zoom call? Is that Zoom knows I don't want to be equal size to you on my screen. Uh, I don't need a 50-50 shot of you and me so that I look at how ridiculous I look. Correct. You got a little window of you. I got, I'll take the little window and the full-on Gavin with the TV reflecting just off to the right of his uh, shoulder. Yeah, I can notice it too. It's actually, I can watch my TV and I can watch my TV from above. It's great. I can see from both angles. Yeah. And you wall, know, wall unlike the Charlotte studio where I was watching something that was like live sports. We don't have those anymore. So, you know. There are no sports right now. It's, it's tough. Yeah, it's weird because live sports is a lot better to watch while you're trying to podcast because you don't need the sound. Speaking of live sports, uh, German soccer came back last weekend, and it was so weird with no fans, but I'm glad it did. I missed it entirely. I, I know that Nef- I knew that uh, NASCAR's back. Uh, I believe golf is back. Golf's back. Horse racing's back. Uh, I agree. You know, here's the thing. Here's the proof. And then I know you've got your 9 o'clock show to make. 
The proof that um, we are badly need sports is that there's currently a show on Fox that is famous people watching shows that have broadcast earlier in the week on Fox. Yes, everybody's commenting on... That's the entire show. Yeah, it's it's the 90-day fiancé model. Is you, you, it's too boring or there's not enough going on on your network, so you get people who people are interested in to give hot takes like this about things that happened that weren't that exciting in the first place. Yeah, right. Hey, Fox, you know what I was missing about sports was not Joe Buck. It was the sports. <laughs> it was the sports. It was the unknown. This will. This is the fine line, though, between people who like are insane about sports as part of their daily de- their daily diet of cons- consuming consuming. Excuse me, and those who are not that quite there. So I was talking to a guy yesterday, and he was lamenting how much he misses sports on TV. And I said, "Yeah, I know. I watch German soccer all weekend." And he's like, "I mean, I'm not that desperate." And I was like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> thought you were desperate, dude. I thought we were on the same page. By the way, I mean, I watch soccer as like a morning ritual, and I have for years. So I get that not everybody's been doing that, but I heard German German soccer's back. I I was back, too. I love that you're in. But I I, I love that my dude was like, yeah, I mean, I don't miss miss it watching German soccer with no fans in the stands a lot. I just miss, like, live basketball. And I miss sports, and I never watched uh, the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga, nice, yes. But, um, so I won't watch German soccer on TV, but I, if I had known it was on, I would have had it on the background. Right, it's just, it's just great for the background. That's all it is. Yeah. All right, man, well, hey, stick around for a second. We will catch up. Everybody else, filibuster, oh, my gosh, I just, I just uh, almost called it something different. Filibuster Freestyle. It's been 350 episodes. I still can't get the name of the show right every time. Filibuster Freestyle. I've 349 shows calling my show by its correct title. On the exit of 350, I'm changing it up. It is now officially the Filibuster Philadelphia Freestyle Filet Sandwich. Yes. Dot com. But really, just filibusterfreestyle.com. Check us out. Deezer, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Andrew, thanks for being on, my man. We appreciate it very much. Uh, Thanks for having me on. There you go. Everybody else, you enjoy the evening. And look out for those aliens.